Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the second edition of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. This is part two of my first mind-blowing challenge. Make sure you've listened to part one first. The challenge to travel the whole M25 in under two hours. And the challenge so far has been a roller coaster. No more do motorists need to fear the sphincter of the UK motorway network. You get that, you know, the, the old clack of balls, clack, clack, clack. Yeah. That, was, that was bollocks, wasn't it? At the end of the show, I'll reveal a little about my next challenge. But for now, with my long-suffering producer, Chris, it's back to the tarmac. So, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast world, we have just clicked over to the one-hour mark. 60 minutes since we left South Member Services, and we are 65 miles into our journey. We are making incredible headway, and this is going to blow a hole in the travel bulletins of Sally Traffic and other famous broadcast travel journalists. <laughs> the M25 is being tamed tonight by a 41-year-old man with a gut in a polo, and it really, really, really will change the face of the UK road network forever. Do you want a uh, sour? I'd love one. Thank you. It is very much approaching uh, the hours of darkness. Well, it is really dark, because it's 10 to 10. But there's still... The sun's teasing us. You can see that there has once been light in the sky. Beautiful late spring evening. In all seriousness, this whole journey is a bit tainted by the lack of cars, isn't it? I I refute this for probably the, the fifth time. Doing this challenge at this time is essentially what this travel hacking podcast is about. It is showing people there is another way you don't have to be one of life's sheep. You don't have to be caught up with the herd, scared of the sheepdog, worried about the farmer's whistle. Go at a different time. 
don't join up with all the people during peak periods. Travel the M25 at this time of night. What beautiful sunset we've been seeing this evening as we skirt Orpington. <laughs> it's touch and go. Um, we've got a problem here. What's that, Rich? We've made slightly better time than I imagined, and we could be hitting the Dartford River crossing before 10 o'clock, which then means we will incur uh, the toll charge. Do you have any money on you? I don't, but that's not a problem now because they've done away with the toll booths at Dartford. You now pay what's called the Dart charge, which is a little bit like the... Um, uh, the London congestion charge, you have to pay it online within 24 hours, I believe. But I'd rather not pay anything at all, because at this point, Cadbury's or Waitrose haven't yet come on board to sponsor this podcast. So this is all out of uh, my pocket. So are you going to slow down? Are you actually going to try and slow down on a travel challenge? No, we're going to carry on. Although, worrying me, there's now some flashing lights ahead of us. I don't know what this says. One hour and 15 minutes. So, as we pass Junction 3 of the M25, you'll have noticed, if you've been taking notes, that the junction numbers, because we've gone in an anti-clockwise direction tonight, the junction numbers have been counting down. We'll soon hit Junction 1. And when you hit Junction 1, the next thing you will hit is the Dartford River Crossing. But here lies one of the interesting anomalies of the M25. Yes, it's the London Orbital. Yes, it's a ring road. But the M25 does not go all the way around. It starts at Junction 1 and it finishes in the, uh, the early 30s, the other side, the northern side of the Thames. But the Dartford River Crossing itself is... The A260, I believe, either that or the A280, it's classified as an A-road. Not even a two-digit A-road, a three-digit A-road. And this is what's really clever. Some will say that it's classified as thus to make it not a motorway and therefore leave it open to non-motorway traffic to be able to use the Dartford River crossing. Because there aren't many other crossings of the River Thames that you could use. You'd be stranded. Have to go all the way in towards sort of Rotherhithe and into London, for example. Others would say that the actual reason that the M25 stops and it becomes an A-road at the Dartford Crossing is because if the crossing was a motorway, it would leave itself open to European emission laws that govern all motorways. And the M25 at that point would then absolutely smash through the permitted pollution barriers because of the traffic that queues for the crossing. You still get queues. They've taken down the toll booths now. You've got the dart charge. But you still get queues because of the speed limit. You have to slow down for the crossing no matter what way you're going through. Sometimes the, the, the bridge is closed because of high winds. And the money they would have to pay to Europe because of the emission charges 
that they would break is astronomical. So it's very convenient to leave the Darford River crossing actually as an A road. So we are now on a three-lane section of motorway. There is nothing in front of me whatsoever. There is not a single car in front of me. I can see one car in my rear view mirror. And this is a triumph. 60 miles an hour, the traffic is starting to drop. The limit is now 50, there's a workforce in the road. There's traffic enforcement officers around. You see, this is what we're up against. Even though I know you are trying to say to me, this is a cop out going at this time of night, there are still things that could slow us down. Darford was always going to be one of them. As we approach the, the throat of the tunnel, there are speed limits anyway, but there appears to be work going on. It's dropped us down to 50 as well. We're going to lose time here, whatever. Despite the fact that there is absolutely nothing in front of us whatsoever. Nothing. At all. Genuinely, Rich, I've never been on the M25 as quiet as this. Even at six in the but morning going to an airport. There we go, I know you're trying to be clever and sneaky no, I'm, I'm about just, this, no, I'm not, but I'm not, that I'm... is the point that I'm trying to say. You have never seen traffic like this because you've never thought at going at this time. But this whole travel podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, is trying to show to people there is another way in life. Don't follow the sheep, go this way. Someone's just undertaken us, that's illegal. So yeah, you might not have seen traffic like this, but that's my point. Would you now travel at another time? Of course you would. It looks to me like one of the bores of the tunnel is shut tonight. The outer two lanes of the M25, or the A282 as we're now on, are closed. Have you noticed? See, they don't shout about this. Notice how the road signs are now green. We are not on the M25 anymore. We are on an A road. And yeah, as I suspected, this was the kind of thing that worried me. Two lanes of the Darfur Tunnel are now shut. Rich, look at the time. <laughs> it's 9.58. We've hit the tunnel too early. Despite the fact that one of them is closed. One of the tunnels is closed. However, one is opened. And we are going to go through that open tunnel two minutes too early. We are about to incur the dart charge. That is exactly what I didn't want to happen tonight. Do you want to pull up somewhere? There's nowhere to pull up. There's no laybys. You can't stop. I planned this so cleverly. The whole point of leaving around about 8.30 of South Mims was to get here and not incur a charge. £2.50 it's going to cost us. One minute, it's 9.59, look at that. Well, as we enter the tunnel right now, we are now underground. I still do believe that time is going to outweigh cost. We genuinely, and I don't mince my words here, we are on for a monster of a time, taming the M25. So if the pleasure of doing that costs us £2.50 and a packet of sour pastels from Waitrose, so be it. Petrol. Oh yeah, petrol. I didn't get a receipt for that. Right, let's stop the clock, as Annika Rice would have said, just for a second and pull over. <laughs> what was that look for? I just, I just don't know why we're talking about Annika Rice. <laughs> <laughs> OK. 
Okay, fair enough. We're wasting time here because I've got an exciting message that I need to uh, pass on to everyone listening. Is it uh, don't drive on the motorway in, late at night? <laughs> it's not. No, it's to say uh, pull over in safety and listen to... Well, that's what I've just done. Um, I want to share with you the exciting news that uh, the good people at Beer 52 uh, have uh, come on board to sponsor our podcast. Who, who are Beer 52, Rich? Beer 52 uh, are uh, uh, a very reputable mob who uh, travel the world uh, garnering the finest beers and then giving you the chance to have them back here in the United Kingdom. I bet they have never been to Germany. I bet they have. It's I, the home of beer. I bet they've never been to Korea, Rich. I bet they have. They make a career of it. How's our careers? <laughs> we'll see in a few weeks' time. I bet they've never been to Finland, Rich. I bet they have, but I bet they leave that to the end of the journey. You'd finish with Finland. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> So, Rich, uh, can you incentivise any of our listeners to come to the good people at Beer 52? Wouldn't have brought it up if I couldn't. How does the offer of free beer sound to you? Because as a loyal listener of our podcast, we'd like to reward you with just that. It's free beer. Uh, Thanks to our friends at beer52.com, you have the opportunity to sip eight, yes, that's eight free exclusive craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to beer52.com slash travel. What was that, Rich? beer52.com slash travel and cover just £4.95 for the postage. I mean, Rich, that sounds well and good, but but can you do better than eight beers? Travel hacker listeners get two extra free beers. So that's a total of, by my maths, ten free beers. Wow. That is now genuinely, Rich, I'm more excited than this journey. Thank you. Hey. Eh? We could be pioneers by the end of this. So, so, Rich, before you drag me back on this journey, what do people need to do? Head to beer52.com slash travel for their ten free beers. I mean, is, is it not eight free beers plus two extra beers? Um, I'm just amalgamating the numbers together. It is eight plus two, which is ten. Ten free beers. So, Rich, uh, have Beer52 ever been to Canada? Oh, they must have been. Oh my god. Right, seatbelts on, back to the polo, let's go and break some records. We are out of the Dartford Tunnel and we are now in Essex. Thurrock Services. I never really count them as a service station. Why? Well, because I find it very inconvenient, because I think if, if you're on the motorway, services, they need to be convenient and accessible. Cobham, you're on and off, whether it's been gutted by fire or not. Clackett Lane, you're on and off. South Mims, just off the motorway, but it's still on the junction of the A1M as well, so you're very much on the motorway network. You go to um, Thurrock Services, you are suddenly in the beast of uh, Lakeside, Ikea, shopping centres, and you're not getting back on that motorway very quickly at all, so I don't, strictly speaking, see that as a motorway services. It all gets caught up in the beast of the shopping eye for me, that. The? The beast of the shopping eye. Lakeside. Is, is, is that a, a term that people use? No. But I think they will after hearing it. <laughs> what are you doing on Saturday? Only day of the weekend, got nothing going on. Why? I'm going down the beast of the shopping eye. <laughs> It works! It works, it really does. Uh, Hey Siri, set a reminder to pay the dart charge. Okay, I added pay the dart charge to your reminders. 
Thank you. 15 miles from Chelmsford, 28 miles from Stansted Airport, the UK's designated hijack airport. If you are going to hijack a plane and demand to go to the UK, you will end up in Essex. Imagine a world without the M25 though, seriously, think about it, alright? Back to the 70s, when the M25 didn't exist. Before visionaries Vis such as Thatcher finished off the oh, M25. Oh visionaries who finished the job. Correct, yeah. Well, look, Boris Becker didn't come up with the Boris bikes. Did you? Boris Johnson didn't. <laughs> Boris Johnson didn't come up with the Boris bikes. That was actually Sir Kent Livingston. But it was Boris Johnson who finished it, and that's why people call it Boris bikes. So there are many, many things where someone finishes off a job, but they get the credit for it. One hour and thirty minutes. Right. This is a big moment. One hundred miles on the mileometer. One hour, 34 on the clock. We are 17 miles from our destination as we pass Junction 27 for the M11 up to Stansted and Cambridge and Bishop Stortford and other such luminary areas. And we are on time for a press release worthy time to <laughs> circumnavigate the M25. This really is a beautiful day. The one thing that does just concern me is the sign that has just said A1M shut, junction 8 to 10. I really hope that is not the junction for the South Mim services. Because if it is, that is a fucker. That's where my car is. <laughs> it's also my route home. But primarily, yeah, it's where your car is. And it means we don't get to finish this journey. No. It means we've driven. <laughs> keep going, yeah. It means we've both stayed up driving round the motorway <laughs> all night. <sighs> we've got another set of lane closures here. 40 mile an hour and down to just two lanes. If we'd left this much later, this wouldn't be so doable, trust me. We're going underneath uh, one of the 234 bridges on the M25. Obviously when the motorway was built, um, got in the way of a lot of things. So bridges had to be built to get over the M25. But it's not just 235 bridges, it's three tunnels. Obviously, well four really, if you're talking about the, uh, the twin bore of the Dartford Tunnel. But we're now underneath the Bell Common Tunnel. 560 yards, but a really interesting nugget about the Bell Common Tunnel is why it exists. It exists for the Bell Common Epping Cricket Club that is above it. When the M25 was being built by Thatcher and her friends in the 80s, they came through Epping and they realised, we've got a beautiful village one side, we've got a fantastic cricket one side, what are we to do? And then somebody said, well, why don't we just go underneath? Because otherwise, if we don't, we are going to bulldoze through this cricket club. So we have just driven underneath the only cricket club to be on top of the M25. For cricketers to play cricket? Yeah, correct, yes. And do you know what? I think that is one of the beautiful things about this country. Other countries, less romantic and more efficient, 
would bulldoze that cricket club and go, sorry fellas, go play your game somewhere else. I'd like to think that we're going to park up and I'm going to open the doors of the car, whoop to the Hertfordshire skies and do a jig of delight and then embrace my producer. Oh God. Your carpet meeting. What's happened on the other side of the road, Rich? So on the other side of the road, the road is completely shut by the police. Oh my gosh. We have now got a full-on four-lane traffic jam at 10.30 at night. Wow. If that was us, if we had chosen to do this challenge in a clockwise direction, we would be screwed. I know it's half ten at night, but there is a full-on traffic jam on the M25. Lorries, four abreast. I tell you what, the travel gods have been with us tonight, because if that was us, I would be weeping right now, particularly nearly two hours into it. One hour and 45 minutes. Two miles on the blue signpost for South Mims services. And unless the fan belt goes, or something also cataclysmic, we are on course for a triumphant moment in UK motoring history. And this first episode of Richie Firth Travel Hacker, brought to you by an as yet unknown commercial sponsor. South Mim Services, now only a mile and a half away. Signposting the welcome break services and the Starbucks and the Pret and the Waitrose and the WH Smiths and the KFC as I signal to head to the inside lane and take the slip road for the A1 towards London North and Central, Barnet, but also more importantly Hatfield, the A1M and services. With only a mile to go on tonight's challenge and with on the clock a time of one hour and 50 minutes. Chris, our producer, doubting through so much of the journey, have your thumb poised over the stop button on the stopwatch because glory is about to be bestowed upon us from this unsuspecting blue motion cobalt silver Volkswagen Polo comes a defining moment in the history of the M25. It can be done in under two hours. Maybe not quite as much of a margin as we thought at one point, but roadworks have ensued. But still, the two-hour barrier, that mythical barrier, will be smashed as we approach the services sign. Chris, it is critical that you hit the stop button the moment I say. The hatched line of destiny approaches as I hit the indicator. And at 70 miles an hour, we cross the line with 117 miles on the clock, 0.6, stop the clock. And with a time of 151.20 seconds <laughs> and 31 milliseconds, it has been done. I, Richie Firth, travel hacker, glorious. I'm so pumped, oh bollocks, yellow light. <laughs> Got to stop of the roundabout. Wow. I, uh, I, I'm not going to allow myself to celebrate properly yet because we've now hit the roundabout by South Member Services. It's actually quite busy, junction of two motorways. 
most accidents happen at the end of a journey because you've switched off, you think you're home. So I want to concentrate and bring us into South Mims safely. And then we will celebrate what has put, oh fucking hell, another red light. So you need to drive through that. Um, but we will soon be celebrating a fantastic evening of our lives. I know my wife rung earlier, she wasn't in a great mood, but I will walk in a king. I suggest you take home some flowers to yours or something, brother. Oh no, mine's happy for me to be gone. Oh dear, is it like that? I'm sad about that. No, no, not at all. It's, oh, it's okay. all good. It's all good. Oh, good. Oh. Although she is probably enjoying an evening to herself. What did she think about this whole challenge tonight? She, she thinks it's the usual bollocks I get up to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Richie Firth, travel hacker! <laughs> Beautiful! Come here, you big man. Are you, are you about to cuddle me in a car park? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh, what a night. That's incredible. Well, that's it. We won, right? Right? Uh, Richard, I'm not quite sure that that's the case. In what way? Well, um, did, did you remember to pay that dart charge? No, I didn't. In fairness, uh, no. Um, and as you would have heard in the in the episode just now, um, we we hit the Dartford crossing one minute too early. Yeah. But because in my mind I thought we'd done a half decent job, and uh, no, I didn't pay the dart charge, so I got fined for that. But at least it was only one way. How much did you get fined? Uh, Thirty-five quid. Right. Okay. Well, thirty-five quid's okay. Yeah. Uh, Rich. I drove to meet you, didn't I, for that journey? And I parked in the South Mim services. As discussed, yes. Uh, the next week, I got a letter through the post from Parking Eye. Who? Uh, they're a company that apparently monitor car parks. And I was fined £100 <laughs> for parking 30 minutes longer than I should have done. <laughs> I never thought in a million years they'd monitor parking at a, a, a motorway services. So, so yes, you got you got round in under two hours. Yes, but we got one hundred and thirty-five pounds of parking fines. So that is uh, over fines. a pound per mile. Yeah, we got fined. Yeah, but still glorious. I mean, Rich, you need to get as many people listening to the show as possible because <laughs> I can't sign off any expense claims <laughs> until we sorted this. <laughs> Uh, look, if you enjoyed this, please tell your friends. As you have now heard, we do actually now have bills to pay. Uh, rate us where you listen, spread the word, and in the next episode, we start the next challenge. Here's a clue. As you will probably be able to hear, we are airborne. And this is where... This is where the tortoise starts to catch the hare. The producer is Chris Skinner, and I am Richie Firth, travel hacker. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.